Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. If you are easily offended or looking for a PC podcast, then you are in for a treat. JT doesn't give a fuck. Unedited rants. Unbiased news conversations, pop culture, news, interviews, hilarious comedy bits, and you can't forget about the JT rant of the day. You are listening to On the Air with JT, hosted by Justin Thomas. Produced by JT on the Beat Media Incorporated. From the JT Media Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Your host, JT. You are listening to On the Air with JT. You're listening to On Air with JT. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Milo Brancato, and this is my On Air interview with JT. God bless. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to On Air with JT. We have a special guest uh, in the not in the studio, but he's calling uh, calling in. Uh, Lilo Brancato, what's going on, brother? How are you? I'm well, JT. How about yourself, man? Uh, everything good? Uh, everything's. I can't complain, man. How about yourself? You know, so far so good. I'm really glad that uh, you know, the, you know, the pandemic just you know all the restrictions and everything are starting to wind down. And I know. Starting to be lifted. It almost like felt. It almost feels like I, I don't even remember how to be a normal person anymore. You Seriously, know? yeah. I was I was <clears throat> going into the store the other day because I live in Massachusetts, so. I was going into the store the other day, and uh, they just lifted the ban with the whole masks. And I, I went in just with, I'm just so used to wearing a mask. So I'm walking in, I, I have my mask on, and I look around in Dunkin' Donuts, and like all the workers are not even wearing masks. I'm like, oh shit, I don't even need this anymore. Like, I'm fully, yeah. I'm fully back, so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, you know, like some... So people like I mean it's like I, I sometimes I get frustrated. I see people in masks. It's like yo, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Exactly. Stop letting stop letting this control happen. It's yeah. over. Yeah. You people know? are taking it, it a little bit too serious. Yeah. People like going out of their way to tell you to put their masks on. Same people who would not even look your way before this started. Exactly. But now it's like you know it's just like and I'm not saying that you know like I'm not saying that you know not to wear it's just like what people made of the whole thing. Yeah, which of course. Which what really troubled and bothered me, not so much of what it was. It's the I mean, propaganda. You know, right. Yeah. COVID-19 is real. Oh, of course. it kills a lot of people, and of course you want to be safe and protect yourself, but I just think that it became something much different and bigger than that. 
Yeah, you know no, what I, mean? no so, I totally agree. I, I, I actually got COVID, and it's crazy because I've been self-isolating before it was even a thing. And uh, so I got COVID early on in 2020, like back in April, and I lost my whole sense of smell and taste for like two months. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I had it in March, like March 22nd of 2020. Yeah. Uh, thank God I only had it for three days. No, no respiratory issues. Um, I did test positive for antibodies in February. So, uh, you know, as far as that's concerned, I have not gotten my vaccine. Uh, I guess I'm just waiting it out to see, like, yeah. as time goes on, just to see what kind of happens to people. Yeah, you know I don't blame. I, mean? I don't blame you on that. Yeah, the only so, reason I did it just so it's just easier to travel because I hate doing the COVID tests. The, the fucking nasal swab it's too much yeah but, no uh, <laughs> I, I know it's crazy it's crazy but like I said thank god it's almost over but yeah, uh yeah definitely yeah but uh yeah man so I'm glad that you're on the show um I don't know if you actually remember but we actually did an interview back in like like 2015 uh, I actually still have the interview. It's on my YouTube channel. I'll actually send it over to you. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good at all. I, I I did a bad job, like in terms of like interviewing, and so I want to make sure this this interview is definitely much better. And that that, that was all on my end, you know. Um, so having you on, you know, I mean, the first question I got to ask you, and I'm sure this is probably the, one of the most common questions you get, is. What was it like working with Robert De Niro on the set of A Bronx Tale? Like, oh, like, and it was like it was almost surreal. Yeah, I can only like, imagine. Almost surreal, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I I can only imagine. I mean, and and I, how how old were you when you when you were uh, filming that? I just turned sixteen. Well, damn. I had just turned sixteen. Yeah. Damn. So yep. you were you were young when you really got that role. Uh. Yeah, I mean, they found me when I was 15. It was an open call audition, you know? Yeah. If, if you don't mind me asking, and if you don't have to answer, like, how, how much did they offer for offer you for that role? Oh, Bronx Tale, I only got paid, like, 25000 Oh, that's it? Yeah, but I don't... Listen, you know, with something like that... Yeah, no, I it, cha- paid, it changed your life. Have, yeah, you would do I it for free. Paid, yeah, I would have paid them 25000 yeah. If yeah. I had the money to play that role. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Same here as a, an aspiring actor myself. I, I, especially with De Niro and just the cast. Oh, my God. It, and just yeah. how it became such a classic movie. It, it's crazy. Well, it's not even so much that. Um, yeah, the cast, of course, and of course De Niro. But for me, it's more... Like, I've always idolized De Niro, still do to this day, you know, especially because, you know, we bore a resemblance to one another. Of course. And people have always, always said that. So, of course, I paid closer attention to him as an actor and his body of work. Mm. And, uh, you know, and I got to say, then this film and this opportunity presented itself. And this was like, you know, his directorial debut. And he, like, you know, essentially and basically handpicked me he personally handpicked me so it's like such an honor of course in that film to have been given that given that responsibility at that age to be trusted with that and you killed it by robert de niro that's where more where it's at for me of why 
why, you know, for me, it's like, it was so surreal. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, is this like really happening? Yeah, like you, know? you got to pinch yourself like, holy shit, exactly. this is, this is exactly. really happening. But you right. you killed it. I mean, like the whole movie. Um, and it really showed off your acting skills even at, you know, at 16. And, you know, we talked about, you know, on the podcast when I had you on, you know, 2015, whatever it was. But, you know, uh, you know, you had some roles after and, and everything and life kind of just, you know, kind of went to the dark side for a little bit, you know, um, right. you know. I, I don't know if you want to really get into that. I know, like, you are, you know, re- of recovery, you know, and I like I love how you uh, talk about it, and I love how you are so active about it on Instagram to inspire other people. I I, I really respect that, you know, um, someone, you know, especially with your influence and who you are and, and how people look up to you. You, use, you actually use your platform to you know, bring awareness and, and acknowledge other people if in recovery. And I, I really respect that, to be honest. Well, yeah, thank you. I mean, that's what it's, you know, it's what it's all about. It's, you know, like, if God has, you know, given you the gift of recovery, mm-hmm. then you have to try to give it to the next guy. Of course. You've got to try to help the next guy, mm-hmm. you know, achieve and attain that as well. This is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we're, we're, you know, listen, we're all the same in recovery. Mm-hmm. We were, we were wired a certain way and we need to stand together and help each other because three is much stronger than one. You know what I mean? Agreed. So that's just the way it is. I've been so blessed after everything that's happened and how much worse it, it, it could have turned out for me, but it didn't. And, you know, this is where my faith came in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I truly believe that, you know, God does exist and I've just seen him work in my own life with my own eyes and just the dangers that I was able to make in my life that I would have never been able to make had I not had that higher power supporting me through it. That's the bottom line. I don't say these things because they sound good. or for people. I say them because they're real. And I have a prayer right now in my drawer that I've had, you know, since I was in prison, this guy John Montelione sent to me mm-hmm. that I still use every morning. I pray at least 10 minutes every morning. <clears throat> it's very, you have to start your day from a place of prayer. You have to have something higher power in your life whatever it is whether it's god whether it's meditation whatever it is. yeah whatever it is i i, I totally agree and we don't have to get really into this th- that much but okay, so, you, so yeah. you you did almost you did almost what 10 years i did i got sentenced to 10 i did eight yeah um it was for a drug-fueled attempted burglary which led to the death of a new york city undercover uh, off-duty new york city police officer yeah. daniel and chuck peggy uh, but it wasn't you. But it wasn't you that actually. No, did. I did not fire the fatal shot. But yeah. I was there, and uh, you know, for the purpose of getting drugs. So I definitely accept full responsibility for my, you know, my contribution, mm-hmm. and you know, my bad decision making. Because you know, don't get me wrong, I was there. I was part of it, and mm-hmm. that's something that I got to live with for the rest of my life. I never didn't say that I wasn't part of it. I always did. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, we live and we learn. Unfortunately, it cost another human being their lives. Their life, which is but tragic, but it, it, you gotta you gotta like just move, and, move you know, on. Yeah. But you know, thank God I was uh, able to overcome drug addiction for now. This November eighteenth, I'll have fifteen years. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Here. Congratulations, yeah, I'm, Lilo. I'm back working. I have a film called Made in Mexico. Awesome. Coming out, Mario Lopez produced. Okay. Rodney Rinks, uh, 
wrote and directed. Should be out early September. Yeah, I I'm checked so out. I I, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I checked out no, your no, no, no. I checked out your IMBD uh, before we did the call, and you actually uh, you, you you've been you've been doing you've been staying pretty active. You, you even regardless of the type of budget or film or whatever, you, you're active. Like in the last yeah, yeah, couple no, of yeah, years, that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I got dude. that. What I just mentioned, made in Mexico. I have a film called The Fury. Was written and directed by my partner Victor Rios. Uh, you know, we, we, we make films, and uh, Fury was one that I was in. I play a member of law enforcement, uh, and that's you know really shot really well. It's a cool story. It's going to be an awesome action film for people that like action. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be right up their alley, and it's really cool. Proud to have been in that one. I have a film called It's a short film with Jamie Lynn Sigler from The Sopranos. It's called I'm on Fire. Okay, and. Uh, have a, uh, and you were you were in an episode of The Sopranos. Say again. You were in that. You were in an episode of The Sopranos, weren't you? I was in five. Yeah, five yeah, yeah. I remember that. I yeah, remember so that. that. Was, you know, that was really cool. Yeah. And then I have a film. We shot a teaser, which we're going to do in November, called Sleepyhead. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a. I can't really tell you what it's about because it'll kind of give it away. Sure. But it's uh, my. You know the. The teaser is on my page. It's awesome. Trust me, it'll blow you away. Okay. It's like a three, four minute teaser. It will blow you away. It's, it's really, it's really cool. And where can people follow you on like Instagram and all that? Well, yeah, my name is Lilo, L-I-L-F-O underscore Brancato, B-R-A-N-C-A-T-O. Okay. And we'll, act, okay. we'll, we'll definitely tag you in the, uh, on all the posts and uh, the clips and everything like that as well. But yeah, man, so I'm really proud of you for like just changing your life and now you're working, you know, you know, I, I really look up to look up to you and respect that and admire that, you know, on top of, you know, bringing awareness, like I said already. But another question I got to ask, going back to a Bronx tale, you know, when you were filming that movie, did you obviously you knew it was going to be big, but like, did you know that it was going to be like, nah, like even we look back, we, we still, it's a classic. It's a fucking classic movie now. Like you, you were a part of a fucking classic that like, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, and that, that and I'm sure that's, you know, 10, you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of people feel the same way, especially as a fellow Italian, you know, like I grew up watching that movie you know, so it's like so surreal talking to you and, you know, having these interviews. But like, did, did going back to my question, did you really think that it was going to be as big as it got? Or No, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm we sure. We definitely didn't know. Uh, I'm just blessed, man, that I've been part of that and to have stood next to who I stood next to, like, you know, De Niro, Chas Palminteri and Joe Pesci in that. I know. As well. So, I mean, this is like, think about Goodfellas. I know. How growing up in an Italian family, how much we love that. Exactly. Funny how? The way I talk, I'm funny. Well, you said I was funny. <laughs> what the fuck is so funny about me? You know, that's, like, that was like so classic. Yeah, that's and a so, pretty good you know, impression. Pesci was, yeah, Pesci was unbelievable. De Niro, I mean, the movie, it was like Leona. And, and then, like, to work with these guys and be like the. I mean, I just can't even explain it in words. It's just like. No, I'm sure. Yeah, and then like to, like like you were saying, for it to be what it, but it's only because of the fans, of you course, know, which we are thankful yeah. and blessed to have. Because mm-hmm. without the fans, the film is nothing. 
Yeah. Well, you know, you make a film, and if the fans don't receive it well and support it, it's nothing. It'll go on the shelf. No one will ever watch it, and there it is. You know? Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And it, it, and also... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, Jake, no, no. I just want to also mention that I work for... I also work in the drug treatment industry uh, with more life recovery. Okay. Um, our slogan and motto is, we give you more choices so that you can have more life. Um, the director of public relations. That's a really great gig for me. Oh, it that's awesome. Yeah, it keeps me plugged in. I was just there today. I get a group. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm really, really, you know, really, really, you know, happy there. Great group of people. And we just, you know, try to help as many people as possible. And believe it or not, the people, you know, that we try to help also help us. Of you know? course. So it's like, it's such a great thing to be part of. Of you course. know, I'd like to thank my boy Stephen, Stevie Barone, Joey Coyle, Kenny Sass. You know, those are, you know, those are my bosses. And they Hell give yeah. me the opportunity to believe in me. And everyone that works there, it's just so great, you know. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome that you have, like, so many great things to say about them. And it just shows... Not only, you know, that facility, but, like, just the impact it has on your life and the people around you. you Absolutely. Know, definitely. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. is there anyone or anything that you want to plug or uh, promote, shout out? Uh, here's your time. <laughs> no, well, I kind of just, I kind of did, so. Yeah. And people can follow you on Instagram, Lilo underscore Brancato. We're going to tag right, you on. Right, and it's a verified account, so yeah. they'll, they'll know it's me. And then right. you know, I post these uh, minute inspirational videos twice a week that I think uh, you all out there will really enjoy. Um, and they're hard work. You know, they, you know, I got to sit down and figure out a concept and then try to write it as well as possible. And uh, hopefully you enjoy them, you know, which I think you will. Yeah, so, uh, I enjoyed them. Definitely yeah, thank you. Well, I appreciate we'll that. We'll definitely um, tag you for sure. Uh, thank Le you, brother. Yeah, of course, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. And, uh, you know, even though it was only for about 17 minutes, but I think it was a really good interview. I think we, uh, you know, talked about a lot of good different topics, and it was uh, a variety of uh you know, entertainment. Uh, Lilo Brancato, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And I hope you have a great day, the JT way, brother. You too, JT. Thanks right. for the opportunity, brother. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Later, brother. All right, brother. You're listening to On Air with JT, hosted by Justin Thomas.